Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sport of Business podcast presented by Victory Business Media. I'm your host, Gabe Fowler, and this episode is part one of my talk with Brandon Tyson of Tyson Visuals, where we discuss his experiences as a former Division I athlete and his advice for other young athletes looking to do the same. So, Brandon, I just want you to kind of tell everybody who you are and I'll kind of give an introduction to you. Uh, what's going on, everybody? So, um, as you just said, my name my name is Brandon Tyson. Um, I'm currently a videographer. Uh, I have my own business, Tyson Visuals, that I started back in May of 2020, um, mainly dealing with sports, but I do a little bit of, of everything, uh, events, weddings, uh, promotions. Um, you know, I do, I pretty much, there's no job that I really really can't do, but my main focus is sports. So, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a former Division One athlete. I play uh, college ball at ODU. Uh, I'm from the Richmond area, play high school at Clover Hill. Um, and I've pretty much been here all my life. And uh, now, you know, I pick up a camera, you know, I've been, I've been making some things happen. For sure. And I actually saw your email. So I actually went to ODU. I graduated in um, 2015, or sorry, 2019. And I, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. So I saw the email. I was like, okay, okay. You know, went to ODU and everything. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Know what about that. you? Um, yeah, I um, – so I left in – all right, so I graduated in spring of 2018. But um, okay. I played – because I had my fifth year, because I registered when I was a freshman, right, I still right. played my, um, my last season of eligibility, the 2018 season. Um, which was the year, which was like, if anybody remembers, that's when ODU beat Virginia yeah. Tech. And like, oh, yeah, that, that was crazy. Yeah, I was there. That was, yeah, I was there. That, yeah. that was insane. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. I mean, I played football from age five to 23. And like, hands down, that was the best, the best memory yeah. I have playing sports. So that was sure. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, as you just said, um, from five to 23, uh, let's just get started with how did – you get your start in football and in uh, in sports in general. Like, how did that come about? Well, I come from a sports family, so um, sports is real heavy in my family. My dad uh, was actually a uh, he played football Division One also at East Carolina University okay. wow. in uh, Greenville, North Carolina, in the uh, in seventies and eighties. And uh, you know, growing up. You know, we used to go to a lot of those games. Um, and then my brother, he also played uh, football um, at Manchester High School. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, you know, when when they were when they were they were pretty good back then. Um, and you know, I, I would just I would just always around the game. I mean, I played a little bit of basketball too. Uh, you know, up until till about high school when. You know, I'm a big guy, and, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, all my life I played center. So when I got sure. to high school, when I realized centers was become, were becoming like six 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 seven, and yeah. I'm, yep. you know, six one six two. I'm yep. like, all right, maybe I maybe I should go and focus on football a little bit. So, but I've pretty much been around it all my life. Um, you know, it, it's it's uh, sports is kind of you know, shaped out the kind of person I am, so. Definitely. And so when you were going through high school, 
was there a point when you realized like, okay, I have a, I mean, of course you, you know, your father playing uh, division one football, but was there ever a point in high school when you kind of realized like, okay, I can actually go out and play division one football. I'm sure you had that mind, but when was it kind of like, Oh no, like I could actually go play D one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I pretty much like you can ask anyone that, that knew me from um, back when I was a kid. Like I, I pretty much knew that that's what I wanted to do. Um, So, you know, coming up through, all the way up through sixth grade, I played for, uh, I won't say the organization, but I played for a team in Chesterfield County that wasn't very good. And, you know, I was always pretty much the best player. Right. And, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't getting, you know, the competition I wanted and, and everything like that. I wasn't playing, you know, in playoffs and all that. So, Basically, and you'll see where I'm going with this, I switched to the Metro League with the Chesterfield Giants, which was big back then. Mm-hmm. So that was my first year where, like, I really had to adjust. Like, all right, you're not just the biggest dude on the team. Well, I wasn't right. the biggest dude, but I wasn't, like, the best dude on the team. I, you know, I wasn't just overpowering everyone like I was before. Like, I actually had to right. learn skill. So being at the Chesterfield Giants shaped me. To where when I was in eighth grade, I was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play some um, JV football. Sure. Uh, so I had already had that in my mind, like sixth, seventh grade, because I had seen people doing it in my middle school. Um, right. I went to Manchester Middle School, and if anyone knows anything about that, like, there's nothing but athletes there. So I saw people doing it. I was like, I'm gonna do the same thing. So when I got to eighth grade, I ended up doing pretty good. You know, I was, you know, one of the if not the best player as an eighth grader on the freshman and JV team. So going into my freshman year, the varsity coach knew me and he basically was like, you know, we want to try you out on varsity. And I ended up getting on varsity and I, um, I was a defensive tackle. I ended up starting defensive tackle um, my first game as a freshman beside an all-state defensive tackle. Um, and, you know, on a team with one – under Armour All-American, one Army All-American. I think I believe I believe that team produced a total of like maybe six or seven Division One players. Mm-hmm. So I was on the team with that. So when I saw mm-hmm. that I could compete with the right. guys, and then I'm playing against the Manchester's, and I get uh, you know defensive player of the game, Radio Nine Ten player of the game, and I get. Uh, I believe I had nine or ten tackles against L.C. Bird, which was, like, the top school at the time. Mm. Um, you know, that's when I started realizing, like, all right, I got some talent. And, right. you know, I just – once I realized that, you know, I, I knew I knew that I could go far with it. I mean, I, I knew I had wanted to, but at that, that was a time where I really, really knew I could go somewhere with it. And, um, you know, I had some bumps in the road that road For sure. through the next uh, three years. But um, – you know, it all ended up turning out, turning out okay. And, you know, sure. it, you know, I got, I got what I wanted. I got to go where I wanted to. So, and and what what kept you? Because I mean, as a freshman, playing at a you know high position with, like you said, like around like a lot of star players, what kept you working? Because you could have just been like, okay, I'm here now. Like I don't need to try as hard because I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like you're on a, on a star studded team. So it's like, you could easily just be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm already one of them cause I'm here now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, at the time of the, um, and this isn't a knock against them now, but at the time the Clover, at the Clover Hill program, you know, that was what, what it was just expected. 
it was just right. expected. Like, you know, I came through and I did what I had to do, but like to my teammates, it wasn't that big of a deal. Cause like I said, I was around great players. The guy that was a, the, uh, Joe Caleb, he was a army all American. He did the same thing. He played in eighth grade. Right. And, um, at, on JV started on JV freshman started, you right. know, so he was a junior at the time. I was a freshman. So it's not like that's nothing they hadn't seen. Um, Holland Fisher, who was a, uh, he was a, um, uh junior when I was a no he was a sophomore when I was a freshman he had did it the year before also so it's not like it wasn't something that they that they had seen like they, I would have been I was the third player in a row to do that so right. and those guys dominated once they got to varsity like all district as freshmen and that's something I didn't do but they did so it was you know it was just expected at the time so when you're around a bunch of guys that um all have like one team goal and 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 work hard together and you know you know what you want is you know as a freshman you can't you can't really like you know lack in any way because you're the freshman everybody's looking sure. at you so you know what i'm saying right you you have to you know you you have to work hard because you know it's just expected of you. for sure and was there anything that you feel like you had to do outside of just your normal practices because I feel like a lot of people say they want to be D1, but then when it comes to, you know, doing certain things, they're like, oh, man, you know, I'm trying, trying to go hang with my boys or do this and that. Like, what kind of things did you yourself have to sacrifice as far as playing at the Division One level and getting to that point? Look, let me tell you, so that, that's a great question. So, you know, I love what you said. Um, you know, everybody wants to be D1. Right. But, you know, it's, it's so much that goes into it. And that's before you even get there. You right. know, so much you have you have to put in a lot of extra work. Um, you know, beyond what you're just doing, whether that's with the team or you know, whatever, if y'all have a team workouts, you have to do stuff on your own. Right. And that's what I mean, what I said a little bit earlier, you know, I ran into some bumps in the road because, you know, after my sophomore year, I had another really, really good year after my sophomore year, and I was feeling myself. And, you know, I wasn't working out as much as, you know, mm -hmm. I should. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big guy. I'm a defensive lineman. And I started gaining weight. So because I was, because I was being lazy uh, going into my junior year, okay. and, you know, as a defensive lineman, like, you can't afford that, you know. So um, right. I, to, just to sum it up, I ended up going out my junior year and having the worst year out of the four years that I had. Wow. So once I realized that, uh, you know, going into my senior year, now I did end up getting my offers and everything my junior year. Um, and that's because a lot of my highlight tips came off of uh, my, my sophomore year. Because my sophomore year was arguably my best year in high school. Um, but I had to realize, like, hey, like, you can't lack. You can't. Right. be going out with your friends and doing all this all the time like it's okay to have fun like you got to have balance but sure. you got to put you got to put in the work so like you know i changed up i changed up a lot of things i was doing like i remember being in the summertime going um going and running stadium steps with uh one of my good friends uh gabe courtney 
Um, he was he was a basketball player. We were working out together in the summertime, and you know, then I ended up going out, you know, getting all district, all region, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, but it's a lot. It's a lot of work that has to be put in, and especially once you once you actually get to your school, because mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of people want it, but you know, once you actually get there, man, it's a whew, it's it's some. It's a long sure. road ahead, man. It's, it's it's a lot that you know that you don't see on, you know, Twitter's when you know someone. Right. Is, I'm blessed to get an offer from this. It, you know, you don't yeah. see all the stuff. You don't see the waking up at four in the morning, all that kind of stuff. So right. It's definitely a lot of work that has to be put. And especially now, because it seems like, you know, kids are kind of having to figure out their own ways of getting their work in because, you know, these these schools aren't coming together to do workouts they can't and stuff like that so it's like when you see people getting offers you're kind of like man everybody's getting offers like how are they getting offers but it's like like you said it's like you don't see that behind the scenes work that they're doing to come out and get that offer later on yeah yeah it's it's a it's a tough situation right now with, with yeah. covid and uh you know a lot a lot of work does have to be put in um that you and you you have to promote yourself you have to yep. promote yourself um you know every player has to promote themselves in the, in the best way that they can because you know virginia didn't have a season so right. um you know whereas to where you would be having practices and games and all that like you don't have it so it's easy to just say hey i'm gonna chill today i'm gonna get on the game today but right. now if you really want to hit if, if you really want to get to where you want to go going going to school um, and, and playing playing your sport, whatever that is, you don't have time for that because you're already behind. If you're not having a season, you you are you already behind. Right. Um, to whereas in other states like Florida and you know some other states that they they played, so. they be going through it, right? They just yeah, like, hey, you know we're what going, I'm saying? We gonna play no matter yeah, what. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man, they, let right. me tell you. First off, side note, they don't care down there. When I went to film. Uh-huh. For nationals for TMT twelve U, mm-hmm. them people like it is way different up there. Like you got people that's wearing masks and being careful. Yeah, bro. And Florida is like almost like ain't nothing changed. Like they <laughs> they trip, they be tripping out there. I stand far away from them. It's things like you hear about it, but then once you actually get there and see bro, like what kind bro, of stuff goes on, you like it was crazy. I was like, man, this is yeah. insane. But uh, but yeah, man, you you know a lot, you know kids. You know, young athletes, they just have to, you know, promote themselves, you know, yeah. posting whatever workouts, um, you yep. know, getting, getting a good good workout video and emailing the coach. And, I, I, man, that's a, that's a whole other part of everything I, I'll get into later, I'm sure. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, so we'll, we'll actually um, uh, get into that um, in a second. But as far as, like, what was I trying to say? So, like, I mean, as far as um, getting to the next level, and promoting yourself right i know one time when i was at a football camp it was actually at the baltimore ravens um um facility and they had just won the super bowl and everything it was his camp and they were trying to tell us that like what you put on social media coaches will see so this one kid walked in and one of the coaches was like oh hey what's up man like i know who you are you know so he's feeling himself feeling good whatever and as we start to talking, he's showing us examples of, you know, what not to do on social media. Come to find out the examples were from people that were actually in the room. So we're sitting around 
you know, you know, somebody's talking about a party they went to and this, you know, F this, F that, whatever. And it's actually people in the room, like players in the room. And it's just one of those things, like you said, it's like using it, using your social media to promote yourself. Cause for me, like, I don't even follow athletes if they're kind of posting just whatever. Like I personally use my business page for, you know, sports, following other creators, following businesses, following athletes that are posting, you know, their workouts and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that. How do you feel as far as that's what yeah. yeah, so it's definitely important what you put on your social media. Like they, they see all that and it's even it's even like more now than it was before because with the times when like a lot of times that's the only way that a coach can get in contact with you is if right. they have like have like your Twitter account. Um right. So you definitely, you definitely, you definitely have to be careful what you put on there. Um, I, you know, it's a, it's a, it was a guy, and I won't say his name, um, mm-hmm. but he was a very, very good athlete from the area, and he was committed to go to a to a Division One school mm-hmm. um, in the state of Virginia, and he ended up, you know, he had a YouTube channel. He ended up talking about some things that he shouldn't have been talking about, mm-hmm. and school end up taking his offer. Wow. And you know that was that was something that was that was devastating to see because you know he right. was a he was a he was a uh, young man with a, with a great future ahead of him um on the football field and you know that that just goes to show that like they're watching everything. Like they're yeah. they're they're watching everything. Like you're constantly being evaluated. You're when you're when you're a student happy like you're constantly being evaluated on every Thing that you do and they're going to come to your social media first it's not like they can drop out of school right now like most people are in virtual school right. it's not like it's not like they can just come by and drop out of school and see you know how someone's doing and talk to a teacher like nah they looking at your social media accounts so um sure. you gotta have that right and it does you know i follow a lot on my um my business page because i mean just like you say I, I i try to follow you know um just athletes and, and creators and um, mm-hmm. business owners and things like that. So, you know, a lot of my athletes that I do see, sometimes I do post some, see some, uh, I do see them post some, some things that, yeah. you know, probably shouldn't be posted. Um, but I try not to get on them too much because I don't yeah. want them to look at me like the old head that's trying to, <laughs> trying to, oh, yeah. Trying, nah, I, I just be one, man, at the yeah. end of the day, I want to see everybody win. I want right. to see everybody win. And, you know, I've been there before. Um, sure. Like I, one time when I was in high school, cause, cause I was there. Like I, I sure, man, yeah. if anybody, if anybody was on Twitter back in like, oh yeah, <laughs> 2011, 2012, like it was wild. Yeah. And I, and world, I, yeah. oh man, it's way different. <laughs> it was wild, and I was yeah. one of the people. I wasn't wild on that bad, but I, you know, I used to say some stuff. And um, yeah, one day a uh, UNC recruiter came by. And he was like, yeah, write down all the information. And then one of the things said your, your Twitter. And I was like, and I wrote it down. I never heard from him again. So I don't know if he saw it or what, but yeah. But you but you def, you definitely have to be smart because um, like I said, it's a you know, you're constantly you're constantly being evaluated. You're constantly right. being evaluated. So, you know, one bad choice, tweet, video, picture, you know, one bad choice could could change your whole future. So just be mindful, sure. be careful of what you post. And so kind of going uh, towards college, 
when you were getting recruited, were there things that you kind of saw or coaches did that you were kind of like, you know, man, I didn't realize this actually happened when you get recruited. You know what I mean? Like a little insider stuff that maybe like, I don't know, a coach said one thing to me. And then when I went on a recruiting visit, something different happened, like anything like that um, as far as um, your experiences? Um, not really in a bad way. Um, like I was treated well all throughout, you Mm know, my my recruiting process. Um, so they were like, they, to be honest, my school, like not trying to talk myself, but my school was like, like almost begging me to, 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 to commit to the school. So, sure. Yeah. um, And I was actually the first FBS to recruit at OD because you know, they were FCS before. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, um, but one thing I will say is that they do change. A lot of people say they change when you get on campus, which is which is mm-hmm. right. But one thing that I experienced is that they change even after you sign. Once you mm-hmm. put that pen to paper, you you locked in. Yeah, right. Locked in, and um, you know, I one of my one story that I have, um, uh, my recruiter. Um, at ODU, his name was Coach Bill D. Uh, rest in peace, Coach Bill D. But he uh, mm. <laughs> he came by, and I didn't know he he came by. This was like maybe a couple weeks after signing day, so I'm used to the Coach D that's coming by, hugging my mama, eating eating food at my house, inviting yeah. me on campus. Hey, we'll do this, that, that, that. So I'm used to that dude. Man, he came and. I don't know, I guess he checked on my grades and something was wrong. Some I was failing like two classes and mm-hmm. man, he went off on me in the front office of the school. Man. And I was like, <laughs> yo, there's no way this is the same person. He went smooth off on me. But it wasn't yeah. turned right. out, it was the, the teacher messed up my grade. I had great grades. Oh, okay. But the yeah. teacher didn't put it in right, so it did oh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Point is, they'll change up on you a little bit once you sign because I mean, you they basically got you locked in, like they're not worried about uh persuading you to come to school or nothing right. like that. But um, and it, and, it, and it continues once you once you get this, once you actually get on campus. So, sure. it, uh, you know, it, it's it's I don't want to say that they they're two different people when they recruiting right. you, but. You know, it it, it 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 just changes, and and I get it. I get it. They got they have to be a certain way when they recruit. So, right, yeah. I mean, because I played football at the D three level, so I kind of okay. know from my level. You know, what I'm saying like how things were kind of different. But then, yeah, you know, you, you know, you always wonder like what what's it like at the D one level, and as far as when you got on campus, you know, you met your teammates and everything, and started practicing. Like, how did that? transition go from high school to okay now I'm in college and things looking a lot different as far as you know the level and that sort of thing like how did you make that adjustment oh man it was shoot, I was adjusting for five years there oh <laughs> but it man it's it's yeah. a it's a and also it's just a change of pace mm-hmm. um man the workouts were nothing like what I experienced in high school my mm-hmm. first my first day man they tricked us Real story. Um, my first day going to workouts at OU, uh, they said they text all the freshmen. And we used to all be in the, uh, like a group chat. They text all the freshmen. Yeah, yeah. Like, Cause we weren't supposed to start workouts until like a week later. Mm-hmm. But they text all the freshmen. They was like, hey, uh, 
uh, some of the upperclassmen I have a seven on seven out the practice field, y'all can come out there and start doing some like like uh, drills, like nothing major. Like they made it seem like it was gonna be nothing. Right. And um, if anybody is a Washington football team fan, um, Taylor Heineke, that was a quarterback at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he was one of the ones yeah. out there. Um, so we go out there and you know a couple of the D linemen, we you know we start doing drills and stuff. And then they were like, hey, all the freshmen, y'all got conditioning. It was like, what? <laughs> Man, my whole mood changed. They they put us on the goal line and we had to run 240-yard sprints. And we had to run run eight of them. So you do the math. It was right. I, I didn't make it Crazy. through all of them. Like it was a few of us. And I was sure. one of them. I, I didn't I didn't make it. It was it was hard. But you know, it's just a different it's a change of pace. Like high school was more relax don't get me wrong like we worked hard but it's different like practices i don't know how every program does it, but at odu like we didn't even get water breaks like you get water throughout the practice like so like yeah so like say because it's, it's period practices so a typical practice would be like all right this is 20 period practice uh periods are like five minutes each so you know you can do the math with that um and it's no water like it's nothing stopping it and you just if you do a couple reps and you know, you it's a water water boy or something beside you, you take a squirt of water, mm-hmm. you keep going. So um the workouts and practices was 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 oh man, it was yeah. man, it, it was something I think pretty <laughs> well, I think every division one or college athlete period has mm-hmm. a time where they're sitting there like, do I really want to do this? For sure, yeah. <laughs> like do I do For I sure, really yeah. do I really yeah. want to do this? Like it's, yeah. it's is this what I really signed up for? Do I really, you know, because once once yeah. you win something, you got to be committed to it. So for sure, it's def- it's definitely a big a big change of pace. Definitely change. Yeah, and and that's honestly what I realized was like, because I I was my relationship with football was so different. Like mm-hmm. I I. I Liked it, but I didn't necessarily love it. And I thought maybe it was just because my high school coaches or whatever situation or just my high school uh, in general. So I went to uh, Glen Allen High School. So we oh, won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is back when, like, Glen Allen wasn't – I mean, they're better now. But before yeah. we were winning, I think in my high school career, I won four games out of four years. <laughs> getting <Man>. beat down, <laughs> man, getting beat down. So I thought going to college would change that for me. And I just think I, I I was one of those people that just didn't have the or didn't love the process of playing football. It was more of like, you know, I, I like doing it. So I had to realize that it was just like you got to really, like you said, really be committed to it and know that it's not going to be just our right, plan on Saturday night. It's like you got to do you know, all the practices, all the meetings, you got a position meeting, you got the team meeting, all that stuff. Meetings <laughs> on meetings on meetings. Yeah. <laughs> So I had to yeah. realize that, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, man, yeah, you definitely have to have the love and the passion for it. And, yeah. you know, I, I was just talk, talking to my parents the other day. That's one of the reasons why by my senior year in college, I was ready to go. Because yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have the same, I didn't have the same passion, you know, that I had right. as a, you know, a 12-year-old or 17-year-old. I didn't have that. I didn't have that same passion. So, right. You know, I, to be honest, I really didn't even want to play my fifth year because I had already got my degree. I was ready to be like, all right, I'm, I'm gone. But, yeah, for sure. You know, I, um, it, was, it was a couple games on the schedule that I wanted to play. You know, of course, Virginia Tech game and then 
playing at East Carolina, you know, my 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 uh, parents are on the when my dad was sure. in college, so that's you know. But uh, you definitely, if if you if you don't enjoy for the process, yeah, it's not for you. It's for not sure. for you if you don't if you don't enjoy because it's and it's gonna hurt, but you have to find some enjoyment in it. You have to love the process. You gotta love the grind. Um, yeah. If you don't, it's 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 not gonna turn out well for you. You gonna end up hating it. You're not gonna put into it, you know, what what you need to put into it. So for sure. And when you were meeting teammates, because I know for me at the D three level, like we would have guys that came in and talked about the records they had in high school, and mm -hmm. this is you know I was top this top that. But even some of those guys were like like we're D three, and those guys would be on a scout team. Of our of our D three program, talking about oh yeah, you know like Florida was looking at me. This school, did you have those kind of situations where you had guys just kind of bragging about high school stuff and Absolutely. that sort of thing? Absolutely, many of them. I saw many many people come through. Yeah, I I probably <clears throat> highest recruit um, in ODU history. Mm. He was like a four star. Mm, wow. He wasn't he wasn't successful. And like you mm. said, you up on the scout team. There was many people that came in like that, that came in big headed that, you know, were doing things based off of were filling themselves based off of their high school accolades. Yeah. And, you know, just plain and simple, that just doesn't matter when you get to when you get to college. <laughs> right. If you don't perform, I've seen man, I've seen it. I've seen so That's many. Crazy. And on the opposite end, I've seen people who came in as walk-ons yep that and again if any if we have any uh if we have any uh philadelphia eagles fans out and that watched travis fulgham this past mm -hmm. year yep. travis fulgham was one of those guys he was a walk-on mm -hmm. he was he was just he was coming in post some paper school he came in and grinded and went hard this man went mm -hmm. so hard when we first got there i'm talking about camp my freshman year camp was crazy. He was he was mossing senior starters like That's it crazy. was crazy, and um, he ended up getting a scholarship the, the the same camp. So he ended up never having to pay for school. So Man, that's crazy. Um, but definitely don't get too big headed because I mean at the end of the day, you can play, you can play. If you can, you can't. So you better come in ready to work. For sure. And what's what's so? Because I always I have my opinion about the transfer portal. So how do you feel about that? Um, you know, being a, a Division One athlete, like, how do you feel about, you know, athletes transferring versus – because to me, I feel like people talk about athletes transferring, but at the same time, if a coach got a job, like, a bingo, year after, bingo, <laughs> nobody bingo. talks about it, everybody's That's, cool, like, no one even bats an eye It's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's getting a better opportunity. Like, how do you feel about it? That's exactly how I feel. You hit it. You hit it right on the head. That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, why I don't understand why people look down on a kid for wanting a better situation for himself. Right. right. If he thinks that, that if he thinks that that's the best situation for himself, then like why not let him go? Like why why is it a big fuss if he wants to go when a coach a coach does good? He's out of there. Like, right. and again, I'm talking from my own experiences. Like, when my head coach in college, mm -hmm. now he did, he ended up getting fired uh, 
last year. But we it, it turned out that after our best year, we won a bowl game and all that. He yeah. was about to go. He was he interviewed and was almost hired by a team in our conference. Man, so in our right. division that we would that we play every single year, That's he crazy. was getting interviewed by them. So, but and you know I don't got no hard feelings towards him, right, but at the but same time he blocked people from transferring to certain schools. That's not a thing right. anymore. But yeah. uh, that was pretty normal at the time. Like yeah, because I've heard of um things like that. Yeah. Yeah, like schools, like something like it used to be, like you couldn't uh try uh transfer to like a team in your conference or like mm-hmm. say if um I wanted to transfer but in two years, uh, we'll be playing against the same school. They wouldn't let you do it, things like that. I don't think that that's happened. crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I when I found that, I was like, wow, like, you know, this is the same one that was blocking people from going to certain schools. So, that's and again, crazy. that's not a that you know, I don't right. have no ill feelings towards them, but that's just that's just facts. That's just facts that right. I, that I saw. So, man, I think that the the transfer portal can be a great thing. I've seen it revamp mm-hmm. people's futures. Definitely. Um, but at the same time, uh, it, you know, it shouldn't be, you know, just because you aren't happy with one thing that, that you just go. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, I'm in the transfer portal. And I, I, I do see that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I think it is it, – in the, in the bigger picture, I think, I think it's a great thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's, almost, it's almost like free agency for real. It's, yeah, it's definitely. Almost, yeah. It's almost like free agency in, in professional <laughs> yeah. sports because it's, it's literally like a portal that you look up and like you can see players and if you want to recruit them, you go and recruit them. So mm. it's, it's just yeah. like that. But, you know, I, I think I think it can be a good thing as long as it's not like abused. Right. And, yeah, I mean, like you said, I feel like there's certain players that, you know, almost run away from competition, you know, oh. and it's like – Oh, they're back in the portal again. They're back in the portal. You know, I mean, you hear it all the time, like four different times in the portal, you know, it's kind of like, you yeah, know. It's, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely seen that. Um, but a good example is someone like, um, I believe his name is Mac Jones from, from Alabama. Mm. Um, I, I think that was his name, the quarterback from Alabama. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. yeah. He was behind Jalen Hurts. Oh, he yeah. He was true. behind yeah. uh, uh, Tua. Yeah. So you know, he finally got his one year, um, yeah. and he ended up being a Heisman finally. So, right. um, like I said, it just it, it depends on the situation. Sometimes, sometimes you you want that competition. Like, like I I I know me personally. Like I didn't run from competition. I was I was a backup to a um, to a guy uh, that's Rashad Coward. He's a uh, offensive lineman now for the Chicago Bears, but he played defense in college. Mm. I was battling with him, and you know, I didn't look at it as you know that guy was six six. I didn't look at it like that. I just yeah. looked at it as you know, uh, I'm competing for playing time. For you sure. know, this this one I'm competing with every 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 day in practice. Um, so you know. And I, you know, it ended up going all right for me because I ended up backing him up, and you know, you rotate a lot in college, so I would get about, I would get mo- a good, a good amount of reps. I played a lot as a, as a freshman, so 
Um, you know, sometimes you just got you just gotta put your head down and compete and grind, man. Sometimes yep. you gotta do it. Um, but if you know it's a situation where you're unhappy or your mental health is suffering or mm-hmm. you yep. know things like that, then then that's that's when you do it. But if it's just a competition thing, you know, I always advise people to to compete unless you know that like you have no shot and just yeah. com- com- compete, compete, ride that thing out. For sure. And as you kind of went through ODU and everything like that, when, like, what did you feel like you wanted to do after you got out of ODU? Like, like where were you kind of like at that point, maybe let's talk like your senior year, like this is my last year, you know, my last semester, like where were you at as far as what you wanted to do after that? Man, I had no idea. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I, had, I had no idea. And that's a lot yeah. of things. That, that's something that a lot of athletes um deal mm-hmm. with uh yep. you know one of I, I have when i was a sophomore junior in college it was a guy <laughs> we were in study hall he was a senior by the graduate mm-hmm. he said hey hey help me out with what, what, what i can do after college I was like what i was like you don't know what you're gonna do you don't yeah. know what you're about to do you about to graduate in a few months he's like no i don't and i thought that was the yeah. craziest thing but you right. know Sure enough, when it became my time, yeah. I really, I really didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do. Now I had, I had a job lined up for me, um, mm-hmm. you know, which was good. But I didn't really know if that was, you know, uh, what I wanted to do. And it turned out good. Yeah. But um, I, man, I had no, I had no idea what direction I was. If you enjoy this episode, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you may be listening. I want to thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.